My producer Tim went missing at the end of the mid-season finale of America, the podcast. And I, Pepadias A. Stard, the embodiment of and only hope for America, aim to find him. These are the Search for Tim transmissions. Much smoother landing. Hello, America. It's me, Thebe Stard, a.k.a. the embodiment of an only hope for America. And I seem to be... Well, I'm not sure. Um, ah, I see. This is the real copy of the Mona Lisa, Da Vinci's helicopter. I am beneath the Louvre in Paris. Louvre? Louvre? Louvre. I think it's Louvre. Well, irregardless, I'm beneath the museum in Paris. Um, all right. Well, let's see if there's anything around here. Illuminati keeps a lot of their shit here, so... Um, ah! The coffin of Jesus' wife, Mary Magdalene. Um, let's see. Um, maybe there's something here. Um, let's see. What is this? Uh, Tom Hanks was here. God damn it. Tom Hanks beat me to another mystery. Always. He always beats me out for the parts I want. Well, um, hmm. While I look around for something that can help me find Tim, uh, some Illuminati trinket or message or book, I don't know, you can listen to semi-important questions. Our first semi-important question comes from Little Zachary from Fort Worth, Texas. Little Zachary writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, you often shout that you are a demigod. Does that mean you in fact have met the actual god? If so, what's he like? Sincerely, Zachary from Fort Worth, Texas. Well, Zachary, I guess we're just giving up on the whole no two-part questions rule, I guess. Whatever. And secondly, God is not a man at all. God is in fact a non-binary Filipino currently residing in Milwaukee, Minnesota. I often have dinner with God when I'm in the area and, well, side fun weird fact, God has not the biggest, the second biggest, Pog collection in the entire universe. P-O-G, Pog. You know those little, uh... A colorful cardboard disc you threw metal at. Side fun fact, I helped invent those to get all of your parents to shell out thousands of dollars for those little useless pogs. And God has every single one of them, except for like three. The first largest pog collection is Elon Musk, but that just goes without saying. Um, where was I? I got lost in this. Um, oh yeah, uh, God's a pretty nice person. Next! Our next semi-important question comes from Little Catherine from Las Vegas, Nevada. Little Catherine writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, who is your best friend? Signed, Little Catherine, Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, Little Catherine, my best friend is me. Full stop. Next. Our last semi-important question comes from Little Sabrina from Tampa, Florida. Little Sabrina writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, you have mentioned going to Atlantis before. Would you be able to tell us where that is? Signed, Little Sabrina, Tampa, Florida. Huh. Well, Little Sabrina, I, uh... I don't know. Um, usually Tim is here to stop me from doing something like that, but I guess since he's gone, I will be happy to tell you the location of Atlantis. The coordinates are 25.1304 degrees north and 55.1171 degrees east. So there you go. The oceanic coordinates of Atlantis. Have fun, America. This has been Semi-Important Questions. Riveting stuff as per the usual. Well, America, I've looked around and have found a lot of cool things, but not a lot of useful things. I have found what seems to be a directory. Um, it's pretty weird the Illuminati uses directories, uh, especially for an ancient organization. But uh, I guess don't fix what isn't broke, right? Um, let's see here. 
let's see, uh, Cthulhu, uh, the Apostle John, the Apostle Paul, ah, the descendant of Jesus. Well, hmm, that's a freebie. Let's see, uh, he lives at, oh, wow, his straight-up address, uh, 142 Rue Montmartre, Paris, France. Uh, okay, I guess I'm going there. Um, while I do that, I guess we'll go to commercial. We'll be right back after these messages. It's America, the podcast! And we're back, America. Well, um, haven't gotten very far because, well, haven't been able to hail a cab. Every time I succeed, they find out I'm an American, flip me off, and yell the words Maj Merde, whatever that means, and then stupid American, which I'm pretty sure I get that. So, uh, I guess I'm hoofing it. Um, so, while I walk all the way to the descendant of Jesus Christ's house, um, I guess let's go to very important readings. On this week's Very Important Readings, we travel back to March 23rd, 1775. On that very important day, my very important friend and very important revolutionary, Patrick Henry, delivered his Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death speech. Now I know exactly what you, the American people, are asking. Mostly because I'm inside your house. I'm behind your couch! <laughs> just kidding. I know you're asking, why didn't you go back and visit Patrick Henry during your episodes this season? Well, aside from the fact that there are a plethora of other events that are equally as important, and some even more important that I straight up didn't mention or forgot, uh, the day that Patrick Henry gave his speech and his speech itself were rather uneventful. Granted, his speech did inspire the nation, but not as much as Thomas Paine! Thomas Paine! See there, America? I told you to always be prepared for Tom's theme song. And if I didn't, well, I'm telling you now. Anyways, here's Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death, by Patrick Henry, as read by me, Febe Stard, the embodiment of an only hope for America, and friend of Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry writes, and also screamed at the time. The question before the house is one of awful moment to this country. For my own part, I consider it as nothing less than a question of freedom or slavery. Should I keep my opinions back at such a time, through fear of giving offense, I should consider myself as guilty of treason towards my country. Mr. President, it is natural to man to indulge in the illusions of hope. Is this the part of wise men engaged in a great struggle for liberty? Are we disposed to be the number of those who, having eyes see not, and having ears hear not, the things which so nearly concern their salvation? For my part, whatever anguish of spirit it may cost, I am willing to know the whole truth, to know the worst, and to provide for it. I know of no way of judging of the future but by the past, and judging by the past, I wish to know what there has been in the conduct of the British ministry for the last ten years to justify those hopes with which gentlemen have been pleased to comfort themselves and the house. Is it that insidious smile with which our petition has been lately received? Trust it not, sir. Suffer not yourselves to be betrayed with a kiss. Ask yourselves, are fleets and armies necessary to a work of love and reconciliation? Let us not decide for ourselves, sir. These are the implements of war and subjugation, the last arguments to which kings resort. 
I ask, gentlemen, sir, has Great Britain any enemy in this quarter of the world to call for all this accumulation of navies and armies? No, sir, she has none. They are meant for us. They can be meant for no other. And what have we to oppose them? Shall we try argument? Sir, we have been trying that for the last ten years. Sir, we have done everything that could be done to avert the storm which is now coming on. We have petitioned, we have remonstrated, we have supplicated, we have prostrated ourselves before the throne and have implored its interposition to arrest the tyrannical hands of Parliament. Our petitions have been slighted, our remonstrances have produced additional violence and insult, our supplications have been disregarded, and we have been spurned with contempt from the foot of the throne. In vain, after these things, may we indulge the fond hope of peace and reconciliation? There is no longer any room for hope. If we wish to be free, we must fight. I repeat it, sir, we must fight. An appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that is left us. It is in vain, sir, to extenuate the matter. The war has actually begun. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, God Almighty. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. End of very important reading. Well, America, you heard it here first. It was either liberty or death, and lo and behold, Americans have liberty. Ish. I mean, not that much anymore. We had some for a while, and now it's been taken away. Thanks, Patriot Act. That was actually my idea, the Patriot Act. Sorry about that. This has been Very Important Readings. Riveting stuff has pretty, pretty usually, you know what, I just don't have the energy. I'm still walking across town to the home of the descendant of Jesus of Nazareth. And I'm still not there because I don't have a driver. I don't walk usually, and, uh, yeah, like I said, none of these asshole Frenchmen will pick me up. Hey, fuck you, American! Fuck you! No, fuck you! No, fuck you! Fuck you, American! Fuck you! Anyways, um, well, while I'm still, God, why is it so hot? Paris in November. Oh, right. Full suit. Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, right. Well, I'm still en route, as these French assholes say. Um, I guess, uh, uh, we'll go to another commercial. All right. We'll be right back hey, after these messages. America. No, fuck you! It's America, the podcast! And we're back, America, hopefully at the home of Jesus of Nazareth's uh, great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson or something, nephew maybe, who knows, or granddaughter. Um, all right, let's knock. Uh, bonjour, guess? Um, uh, uh, bonjour, um, uh, uh parlez-vous que armée trois uh, no, that's not it, um, uh, uh, parlez to anglais. Oh, no, je suis désolé. Ah, uh, right. Okay, um, let's see. Um, uh, me Illuminati, you, Jesus, um, 
Me need uh, dare. My producer uh, is uh, Desparu in uh, time and space. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, un moment. Oh, uh, wonderful. This is promising. Um, you have a lovely home. Um, I think. I'm really only seeing the foyer. Uh, uh here. Uh, clay. Uh, or, oh, uh, 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 how you say key? Oh, a key. Well, a key to what? Uh, how you say, uh, uh, Ark of the Covenant and Solomon's Temple. Holy shit, you're just giving this to me? I mean, I know I give out a lot of Illuminati secrets myself on accident, but don't just give this out to anybody. Um, I will bring it back when I'm done. Um, thank you, uh, for dying for our sins, I guess? I am, uh, no religious. Ugh. Puh. Fair enough. You heard it here, America. The descendant of Jesus of Nazareth is not religious in any way, so you can give up on all of your false beliefs. As for me, I'm gonna try and get a flight out of Charles de Gaulle and head to... Jerusalem, I guess. What could go wrong there, an American in Jerusalem? Um, hey, you, uh, mini Jesus or whatever, uh, can you call me a cab? Uh, uh, parlez un taxi? Uh, I can't seem to get a ride. Oui, monsieur. Well then, what a nice guy. The way Christians are, you'd think Jesus would be some evil son of a bitch, but nope. Real nice dude. All right, America, I'm gonna wait for my cab and I guess maybe have some bread and wine with this guy and uh, we'll see you next week here on America the Podcast. Oh, is that a 1993 Bordeaux? We. Oui. Ah, I would like to drink that right now and get nice and toasted with the savior of all humanity right before my flight. It's America, the podcast. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Thank you.